888-835-2414. This is Blogging with Leslie. Welcome to another episode of Blogging with Leslie, the podcast where you learn, I learn, we all learn about how to build an online business with a blog. No, I'm not talking about one of those blogs that will fall by the wayside when Google has a mood swing. I'm talking about one that will thrive no matter what gets thrown at it. I'm your host, Leslie Sama from becomeablogger.com, where we're changing the world one blog at a time. And as usual, I have another exciting episode for you today. In today's episode, episode 340, we are back to our regularly scheduled programming with a podcast episode that can and will change your life if you allow it to. Yes, I've been on a break for a very for various reasons, uh, from extended travels to moving cross country to spending more time to just to try to figure out what we want for our family. It's been a very interesting journey to say the least. I've spent a lot of time thinking, uh, reading, and studying, and the result of all of that is this episode that I'm calling I Decided to Think and Grow Rich, Here's Why. Uh, to say that I've gone undergone some mindset shifts over the last few weeks is a an understatement and you know what why I decided to think and grow rich that's what we're gonna be talking about today I hope I man I have missed you I have I know I said that in the last episode which was a long time ago but really I've missed this weekly date that we've had over the last few years uh, it's been great. Uh, and, and you know, not recording and publishing an episode every single week and getting to just talk to you, it's something that I've missed. And I am so thrilled because things are back to normal. I'm going to go ahead and say back to the new normal. And I, I'm, I'm just overjoyed. So I got to catch you up on a, 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 a few things. All right. In the last podcast episode, uh, what was the name of that podcast episode? I don't even remember. It's basically like an update. It was an update of where things were with me, more so in my life, not as much with the business. I told you about how uh, my wife and I were just kind of re-evaluating. The the, the episode was called I'm Back and Re-Evaluating everything. Now, that was an episode. If you haven't listened to that episode 339, go to becomeablogger.com slash 339. That was the episode that I've gotten the most feedback on in a very, very, very long time. And the gist of that episode was, you know, I'm, I was reevaluating my priorities and looking at what, um, uh, looking at the role that family plays in my life and how, you know what, we might have to make some changes to business so that I can facilitate more of my family goals. And one of those goals that I mentioned, one of those things that I mentioned is that we decided that, you know, for the next year, uh, we're going to make decisions based on what my wife wanted to do. And the idea was, you know, she was looking at this job. Um, we, we had been planning on moving to, to, to Florida, but then she got invited to apply for a job uh, as a 
I, I, I didn't share the details of the job and it looked like everything was going in the right direction for that job. And if I needed to withdraw from my business a little bit so that I can focus so that she can go to work and I can be at home with the kids, that was what we we're going to do. And then after waiting for months, like literally months from like May all the way to September, yeah, from May to September, um, we got word that she wasn't going to get the job. Okay, so she didn't get the job. And when that happened, at first we were disappointed, right? Uh, you know, this thing that we were looking forward to, um, this big change, it just kind of fell through. And then re really soon after that, both my wife and I had this feeling of, oh, thank God. <laughs> Uh, because it would have it would have literally changed everything about how we do life. And when I say everything, I mean everything. Right now, you know, I am working from home. Uh, my wife is at home with the kids. Um, and there's a lot of flexibility that comes with that kind of lifestyle. You know, we spend a month out of the year either in St. Martin or or in the Bahamas where she's from, we're able to travel, we're able to do a number of different things, uh, we're both at home, and, and if she got that job, everything would have been different. Um, so we ended up actually kind of rejoicing that she didn't get the job. It was, it was a, thank God, you know, God, we prayed for this to happen. But thank God, thank, thanks for not answering it in the way that we thought we wanted it to be answered. So we were, we were, there was kind of this, this, this relief, okay? Now, I'm telling you all of this backstory because we're going to get to this idea of why I've decided to think and grow rich, all right? And I want to let you know, I said this at the beginning, that this episode, if you are the person that is continuing on with me on this journey, this episode will change your life. I know that's a bold claim, but I'm sticking with it. All right. So she didn't get the job. And we found out the day before I was leaving to fly to Franklin, Tennessee. Now, the reason I was going to Franklin, Tennessee is to attend. Uh, attend an event uh, a good friend of mine cliff ravenscraft he was putting on this event he put on this event called free the dream and i remember telling my wife before leaving that i believe something significant is going to happen on this trip something significant and i have no idea what it is because the timing of everything just seems a bit fishy and and I, i've come to learn that when the timing of everything related to life and things that you're doing seem a bit fishy is usually because there's a there's a, a bigger hand at play than you may realize there's something bigger going on that maybe you don't really understand and that's what i felt so I went to this event, and when I went to this event, now, uh, the reason I went is because I was supposed to speak at the event on the topic of the injustice of playing it safe, 
Keep that in mind. The injustice of playing it safe. And in addition to that, I was supposed to emcee the entire event. And this is an event where it's all about freeing your dream, living the life that you feel God has called you to live, and accomplishing amazing things by living that life, embracing that dream, freeing that dream, and going after it wholeheartedly. All right? So I'm at this event and I, I get to meet some really interesting people. I, I met uh, a, a couple that um, uh, uh, Jim, Jim Jonas and um, PJ Jonas, uh, 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 a fascinating couple that run a company called Goat Milk Stuff, where they make all kinds of interesting things like soap um, from goat milk. And what was interesting was she shared how they work as a family and her entire family, their entire family runs the business. Like from the youngest, like at the age of two, (laughs) they are working in the business. And I was fascinated by this. I was fascinated about how they worked together as a family. That's one of the really interesting things that happened to me while I was there. And I, I, I ended up spending a lot of time with them just talking about their journey and, and, and sharing with them that this is something that we've been thinking about doing, working together as a family. All right. So I'm there at this event. And while I'm at the event, on Friday night, I got a call from my Well, my wife and I were talking. I don't know if she called me or I called her. And she said something to me. That freaked me out. And what she says was what she said was this. I think we should just go. I was like, Wait, what do you mean we should, we should just, what do you mean you think we should just go? She's like, no, I think I think God is calling us to get up and just go to Florida in faith. Now <laughs> we weren't ready to move to Florida. We didn't have everything packed. Um, And she was like, you know what? I think we should just go in faith. And we should just do things as a family in faith. If we feel that this is what God is calling us to do, and I believe that this is what God is calling us to do, then we should just do it and trust that he's going to work it out. We didn't have a place. We didn't have anything planned. (laughs) So I told her, this is my response to her. I said, you know what, let's, let's pray about that one. <laughs> let's, let's pray about that one. And that was my code for, yeah, I don't, I don't think that's a good idea. Let's, let's delay that decision. She was, and she responded, she was like, ah, I know what that means. That's a no. I was like, no, no let's, let's pray about it. So we prayed about it. And then I woke up in the morning to finish preparing for my talk. Timing is always an interesting thing. And once again, the topic of my talk was the injustice of playing it safe. And, and when I was preparing for the talk, I was looking for different examples of people that have had a great, like a tremendous impact on the world by not playing it safe. And it was as if God was whispering in my ear, you're listening to yourself? You're listening to yourself? Do you see? Do you see that your wife is right? Do you see that your wife is right? Do you see that I'm calling you to do something on in faith? And, oh, man, I called her that morning. And I was like, all right, I guess we're doing it. And she was like, we're doing what? 
So I, I, I guess we're going to Florida. And that was it. We picked up. <laughs> Within the next few days, I had a truck packed driving down to Florida and getting ready to experience this new life. Now, I'm not going to tell you everything that happened there um, in, in that process. It's quite fascinating. I did record a vlog that I posted just yesterday, the day before I posted this podcast episode. So if you want to check out that vlog, and I highly recommend for you to do that, uh, go to becomeablogger.com slash 340. Scroll down. You'll see the video embedded there. Go and check out that vlog and see what that journey was like and you will see what it means to just move on faith so while i was at this event cliff ravenscraft went on the stage and he said something that just annoyed me you know what he said he said if you have not read the book think and grow rich read it now let me tell you why this annoyed me it annoyed me because I had tried reading that book. I had tried reading that book multiple times. I've started that book four or five times and got so fed up with the book and frustrated with the book that I decided, you know what, I'm not even going to finish this junk because it's all about, hey, get the money and yay, it's all about the money and being rich and like it seemed so shallow. And it seemed like it seemed like it was this thing for those people that all they can do is think about money. But when Cliff went on the stage and he said it, it was kind of like the last straw. And I, you know, I fed up, I made a decision. I said, you know what? I keep hearing from so many different people that you need to read this book. It annoys me, but I'm going to power my way through the book regardless of how I felt. I was just I was going to get the audible version, listen to it, and at least the next time someone tells me about the book, I could tell them why I didn't like the book. I could give them the reasons rather than, you know, I read through the first chapter and it was just so shallow and I didn't finish the book. Now I would be fully armed because I will have read the book through and I could tell them why it sucked. <laughs> now, there was only one problem. I went to the book because I already had it downloaded on my Audible account and on my phone because, you know, I tried to get through it a few times. Um, so I went to the book and I started listening to it. And the strange thing was that from the beginning of the book all the way to the end, I found myself loving what it said. I found myself looking at it through new eyes. I found myself inspired. I found myself ready. I found myself in a place that I had never, ever been before. Now, what I realized was that there was a mindset shift that had taken place in me that made me ready 
to receive the wisdom that was in the book. Now, maybe you're listening to this this episode and maybe like me, you've tried reading the book and I've spoken to a number of people that have said the same thing. Maybe you've tried and you've thought to yourself, this book is shallow, this book is not for me, this book sucks, whatever the case might be. At least listen to me until the end of this episode. And then you judge. All right. Now, what I've realized that I've gone through some mindset shifts that prepared me to receive the wisdom that was contained inside this book. And that was the result of all that I've been doing over the last 10 years in growing my business. It was a result of my mastermind group. These guys that I meet with on a weekly basis that are doing awesome things in the world of online marketing and business and social media and all that kind of stuff. And by interacting with these guys regularly and by experiencing what I've been experiencing and by working with coaching clients and helping them to reach to certain points, my mindset has shifted and more so over the last few weeks because what ended up happening is not only did I listen to the entire book, but I listened to the book four times. And then things started happening. Not then, in the process of reading the book, things started happening. Now, what I want to do right now is I want to share with you some of the lessons that I took from this book. Now, all of this isn't new to me, but the way it was packaged and the way he brought it across, Napoleon Hill did such a phenomenal job at, at, at driving these points home that I want to bring these points to you. Point number one. Point number one is this. It's all about mindset. <laughs> it is all about mindset. As I said, I realized that my mindset issues were so significant that it caused me to kind of repel this book. I hated the book without even without even reading it. Regardless of how much I had heard about the book, I just wrote it off because my mindset, I was not ready to receive the book. I've had some, you know, previously held beliefs that made me uncomfortable with this notion of growing rich. And that has actually held me back in business, in life. I've literally stopped myself from accomplishing certain things because my mindset was not where it needed to be. Now, here's what I've realized from reading this book. If you can control what you think, you can control what happens to you. And to be successful, you have to have a success mindset. And once your mindset is right, the other things kind of fall into place. Now, I know that could sound a bit (laughs) woo-woo. Well, if that's the case, just just wait because it's going to get even, it's going to get worse. All right, you ready for it? I believe now 
that the laws that govern success are as immutable, in other words, as unchangeable as the laws that govern nature. If the, so if you think about natural laws, the, the laws of nature, if you drop something, it's going to fall. It's going to hit. Why? Because of the law of gravity. That law does not change. Gravity will be there, and if you jump from a building, you will fall. That makes sense, right? If you if you have a garden, you have a garden and you decide, you know what? I'm not going to touch this garden. I'm just going to leave it there and just enjoy this beautiful garden for the rest of my life. And you you just do nothing. Are you going to have a beautiful garden? Absolutely not. These beautiful flowers that are there right now, that will no longer be there. Just give it some time. There will be change. And what will happen is all of a sudden it's not so beautiful anymore. These are natural processes and these are governed by the laws of nature succession will take place. You'll have one type of a weed that grows that will then make it so that another type of weed will grow and all these processes will happen. And what many people don't realize and what I did not realize, and if you have not realized this, I want to drive it home to you right now. Success is the natural result of having a success mindset. And if you change your mindset, you can change your outcome. I'm going to say that again. If you change your mindset, you can change your outcome. If you have been, you know, working along, plugging along in your business and you're not accomplishing what you want to accomplish, the thing that you need to change that will help you to get there is most likely right there between your two ears, what's happening in your mind. And if you change that mindset, I, I guarantee that if you have the right mindset, success is inevitable. If you apply the laws that govern success, if you apply them to your lives, if you apply them to your life, <laughs> and you focus your mind on those laws, success is inevitable. Now, some of you, maybe you right now, you're listening to this and you're thinking to yourself, man, Leslie, you're, you're talking about this word success. You're talking about this word rich. You're kind of making me uncomfortable. Great. That's exactly what I want to do. But I want you to stick with me until the end. Because by the end, we're going to uncover something that I believe has the ability to change your life. Okay? So that's number one. It's all about mindset. You ready for number two? We got, I think we just got like five points. Number two, it is important to have a definite major purpose. Now, there are too many people and and this might be you that I'm talking about. And if this is you and I'm stepping on your toes, I'm glad that I'm stepping on your toes. But there are too many people that just wander around in life, uh, just letting life happen to them. They are 
passive in their pursuit of happiness or in success or pa- their pursuit of success. They're working at a job because they need to pay the bills, not because this is something that fulfills them. They are doing things because they just need to be done. They are letting life pass them by just because it's the easy thing to do. If you are working at a job because you have to, but not because there is alignment between what you are doing and what you feel called to do, you're doing it wrong. And if you don't have a plan for getting to the point where you can leave that job to accomplish what you feel called to do, what you are called to do, then you need to start going back to the first point of changing your mindset. Now, if you are just letting things happen, you need to know that success hardly ever, if, I mean, if ever, success doesn't happen like that. If you want to increase your chances of becoming successful, you need to, you need to decide on your definite major purpose. Now, you're probably thinking, man, this sounds so big. What is a definite major purpose and how do I, how do I determine what my definite major purpose is? How do I know what my calling is in life? The first thing I want to say is that you, if you really think about it, you probably have an idea of what that thing is that just calls at you. But there are some questions that I want you to answer related to this definite major purpose. Number one, what do you want to achieve in life? That's number one. Number two, by when do you want to achieve it? I want you to get specific. Number three, how exactly do you plan on achieving that thing? And number four, what are you willing to give in exchange for making that goal a reality? In other words, I don't want you to be passive about this stuff because if you just let life happen to you, life is going to happen and it's not going to happen in the way that you want it to happen. The path of least resistance is the path that most people travel on. And unfortunately, the path of least resistance makes more, more, make all rivers and some men crooked. (laughs) You don't want to just let life happen. You don't want to just be doing something because it's what you're doing and because it's the easy thing and you just know you go to this job, you will get that paycheck that you need. No, no, no. I want you to figure out what your definite major purpose is. Write it down and read it out loud at least twice daily. When you wake up in the morning and right before you go to bed because I want you to focus on this thing and you will see that by focusing on this definite major purpose, change will happen. If you are not accomplishing what you want in life, Have you written it down? Like, have you really looked at what you want to accomplish and written it down? And are you focusing on that? The more you focus on it, the more you're going to see doors start opening. The more you're going to see things just start happening because you're going to be taking the action that you need to take in order to make those things happen. That's point number two. Point number three. Success is the result of the little things. 
the little things, not the huge things. You know, one this is this has been one of my biggest downfalls, I think. Um, I always set these ridiculously huge goals, uh, these big goals, you know, and I make these big announcements. Now, notice I spoke about definite major purpose, and I didn't even tell you what mine is. That doesn't mean I doesn't I don't know what it is, but it means that it's something for me. It's something for me to work on. It's not something that I need to share with the world. But in the past, what I've done is I've made these huge goals. I remember last year, last September, I made this big announcement. I'm going to grow my YouTube channel to 100,000 subscribers in one year. And I went at it hard, publishing a video every single weekday for a month. (laughs) And then I fell off. But you know what I realized? That it's the things that we do, the little things that we do every day that are in alignment with our definite major purpose. Those are the things that really result in success. What do you do when you wake up in the morning? What's your routine? Those little things, do they line up with the kind of person you want to be? What do you focus your mind on each and every day? Do you spend some time focusing on positive things that, will, that are in alignment with your definite major purpose that will help you get to that goal? Are you doing that consistently each and every day? Here's the thing. The habits that you develop, the stuff that you read everything, every day, the, the things that you do every day, the content that you create every day, the morning routines that you go through every day, Over time, these little things add up. And as a result, you will achieve your definite major purpose much quicker if you just focus on those little things. The next point. Sounds so simple. That is the importance of going the extra mile. Now, this, it sounds obvious. It, yeah, you know, of course, we should be going the extra mile. That's the reason we have the saying. It's inspirational, it's motivational, and people hardly ever do it. No, instead, we go to our jobs and we do what we're supposed to do. We need to do this to get a paycheck, so that's what we do. We start a business, and and there are certain things that we know that we have to get done because that's how we're going to get the, 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 the bare minimum we need to survive. That's how we get paid by our clients and our customers. But do we, do we go the extra mile? Do you go the extra mile? There's a verse in the Bible that talks about this. And I love it. It's from Colossians 3.23. And it says, whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for human masters, since you know that you will receive an inheritance. Are you going the extra mile even with the little things? When you deliver a product or a service to your customer or to your client, Do you go the extra mile for them? Do you serve them, like really and truly serve them as if you're working for the Lord and not for human masters? Is that what you do with the people that you interact on a daily basis, with your family, with your friends, the people that you care about, the random strangers 
that you meet on the street? Is it just kind of, hey, hi, hi, how you doing? Or do you go the extra mile of being polite to that person, smiling to that person, having a positive disposition? I know it takes a little extra work, but are you putting in that extra work to do, to go that extra mile, even with the little things, especially the little things that align with your definite major purpose? Are you doing that? Now, what I've realized is if I live my life this way, and I'll even bring it farther, further, over the last few weeks, I've been intentionally trying to live my life this way. And I'm seeing the results. And it is awesome. Last point. And this is the point that brings it all together. Success and being rich isn't primarily about money. Now, don't get me wrong, and I want to make this very clear. I see nothing wrong with being rich financially. In, in fact, it is part of my overall goal, and there are reasons for that. Now, success, though, true success, and being truly rich isn't primarily about Money. Now, this is something that I've gotten from Napoleon Hill. Um, yes, the thing that was holding me back from reading this book, the, the whole, you know, it's all about being rich and yada, 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 and making a ton of money isn't really even what the book is primarily focused on. Yes, the focus is on becoming rich, but the richness, as he describes, is way more than just money. He defines 12 great riches. Are you ready for these 12 great riches? Number one, a positive mental attitude. (laughs) A positive mental attitude. The way we approach life, the way we approach people, the way we approach everything. Do we have a positive mental attitude? That's number one. Number two, sound physical health. Being in good shape. Eating well. This is a part of success and being rich. Number three, harmony in human relationships. How do we relate to the people that we interact with on a daily basis, on a weekly basis, on whatever basis? The people that we interact with offline, online. Is there harmony in our relationships or is it, you know, is there a lot of tension? That's number three. The third great rich riches. The, the third the third in the list of great riches. <laughs> number four, freedom from fear. You know, that thing that holds us back from accomplishing and doing all of those things that we would have to be crazy in order to do. Freedom from fear is number four on the list of great riches. Number five, the hope of achievement. Do you have hope? Do you hope to achieve something, something great in your life? The hope of achievement. Do you have the ability to hope or do you feel hopeless? 
That's number five. Number six, number six, listen to number six. The capacity for faith. The capacity for faith. That thing that links us mere humans to the supernatural, to God up above. The capacity for faith. Believing that the thing that we are looking to be will be. In fact, believing that it's already done. The capacity for faith. Number seven, willingness to share one's blessings. Willingness. You know, are you just getting and getting and getting so that you can be this rich guy? Like, uh, what's that guy from DuckTales? Uncle, whatever his name was that went swimming, that goes swimming through all his money. (laughs) Is that what it's all about? Or are you willing to share your blessings? Number eight, a labor of love. Are you doing the thing on on a daily basis, the work that you do, the labor that you put in, is it a labor of love? Number nine, an open mind on all subjects. Are you closed off to having discussions with others that disagree with you? Or do you have an open mind? Number 10, self-discipline. Self-discipline. Do you do the things that you know you need to do in order to accomplish your goals, in order to accomplish your definite major purpose? Number 11, the capacity to understand people. When you hear someone that's dealing with a a difficult situation or that person is really annoying you because of how they live their life or because of that thing that they did that annoys you because it interferes with your way of life or whatever the case might be, do you understand what they are dealing with? Or are you quick to judge them based on whatever? Eleven. The capacity to understand people. And number 12, financial security. In other words, are you financially secure? I mean, can you take care of yourself and your family? Are your needs met? Or are you worried that, you know, you may not have money to pay the bills next month or next year? Or what if everything falls apart? Financial security. But I want you to notice this. That is number 12 on a list of 12 things. And when I read this list of 12 things, these 12 great riches in life, I want to shout from the mountaintops, yes, absolutely, I want to be rich. Because I know that when I'm rich in these areas, in these 12 areas, it will have had a ridiculously awesome effect and impact on the world. In fact, I will have changed the world at a pretty tremendous level. And that right there is my goal. So, you know, it's been for a while that my tagline for Become a Blogger is changing the world one blog at a time. And I've always spoken about this concept, but now I see it. I see it and I see how. You know, there's... (laughs) we see so many examples of people that are financially secure. That's number 12 on the list. And extremely depressed. Why? 
Because money alone doesn't bring fulfillment. But if you are a rich person in the truest sense of the word, fulfillment is a natural byproduct. So to say that this book has changed my life is an understatement. And you know what? I'm just at the beginning. I loved it so much. Like I said, I ended up listening to it four times in two weeks, the entire book. But besides that, I've decided that I want to take it even further. Here, <laughs> I got to tell you about an experience that I had um, after reading the book three times. <laughs> so because I had read it, uh, less, well, listened to the book three times, a lot of the principles were just ingrained in me. And I went to an event, FinCon, uh, and Success Incubator and FinCon, two events that were right after each other. And I had conversations with people. And in those conversations, I remember I went out for dinner with a number of ladies, um, three of which were my uh, previous, uh, my past coaching clients that have been able to accomplish a whole lot. And I, something happened at that table that I've never seen anywhere. Because we started talking about struggles and I started asking probing questions and guiding a conversation that I've never seen happen. Revealing some mindset issues that were holding people back, myself included. And (laughs) the amount of tears that were shed that night. And then I continued on and... Man, it it was interesting because I've had I had a number of people come up to me and we started having conversations and within a few minutes I would uncover something that is really deep in their lives that is holding them back. Resulting in more tears. I think I made like seven people cry for the entire week, which which has to be a new record. It's ridiculous. But what became extremely clear to me was that it's all about mindset. Seeing the effects that that had, the the book has had on my life and then the effects that it kind of, by the way, ended up having on other people's lives just by going through it three times made me want to go deeper. So now I'm actually going through their home study course, which is the beginning stage of um, their certification process. And, and I've, I've pretty much gone through the entire course like twice in the last <laughs> week or two. And then in January, I'm going to do their online distance learning program. And then later on next year, their in-person leader certification class Because I want to become certified in this stuff. Because I want these principles to be so ingrained in my mind at such a deep level that it's able to have that impact on the people that I interact with on a daily basis. I want to be able also to guide you through embracing a success mindset. I want these these principles to guide the content that I create so that I can help you to increase your chances of success. Because I now know that yes, I can continue to teach you how to blog, but if I don't focus on mindset, 
You won't be in a place where you can become successful and truly successful at what you're doing. So this is this mindset stuff is going to be a core thing of what I teach going forward. It's going to be in everything I do. Uh, my coaching club, oh my word, this is my coaching club, my blogger coaching club. This is the part that I'm most excited about because if you're a part of my coaching club, you're going to see the most significant changes because obviously we interact at a deeper level on a near daily basis and I'm going to be pushing you. If you're listening to this right now and you're a part of my coaching club, I want you to know that I'm going to push you. I'm going to challenge you. Evidently, I might even make you cry, <laughs> but we're going to start going deep. I'm keeping the how-to, but I'm, I'm bringing in the mindset. I'm going to be doing an entire module on mindset. And when I answer your questions via video, like I've been doing in the coaching club, in the Facebook group, you're, you're going to notice that there's a bigger focus on this mindset stuff as we go forward. So, man, I... I just wanted to share this with you because I am excited about what has happened to my mindset. But I'm excited about what this will enable me to do for you and how it will enable me to help you. Whether you're just listening to the podcast and getting the free content that I create, I want this free content to change your life. Or whether we're interacting at a deeper level in the coaching club. I want that to change your life. I want to, man, I'm just so excited. I'm going to share more about my plans over time. But for now, I just wanted to introduce this concept for you. If you're interested in becoming a part of the coaching club, go to bloggercoaching.com. And you're going to find out all the details there. But man, it's all about mindset. Once again, number one, it's all about mindset. Number two, it's important to have a definite major purpose. Number three, success is the result of the little things. Number four, it's important to go the extra mile in everything that we do. And number five, success and being rich isn't primarily about money. So yes, I've, I've decided to think and grow rich. And that's why. The question is, will you join me? You know, if you haven't read the book, I want to encourage you to read the book, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill, and, and go at it with an open mind. And if you have you know, feedback on the book, or if you've already read the book, I'd love to hear from you. Anything related to this episode, come to becomeablogger.com slash 340. That is episode 340. Wow, man. So I want to thank you for listening to this episode and I want to thank you for continuing on this journey with me. Looking forward to working with you at whatever level we work with each other. That's it for this episode. This is Leslie Samuel here from becomeablogger.com where we're changing the world one blog at a time for real. <laughs> and until next time, take care and God bless. Two, four, one.
奔波。